Welcome back to another episode of NFT Catcher Podcast. We'd like to remind everybody that nothing on the show is meant as financial advice, and to please do your own research. Thank you, and enjoy the show. Now the subject is NFT. They're known as non-fungible tokens, or NFT. NFTs are floating in popularity. This is a technology that will forever change the way people interact. So it is happening whether you understand it and like it or not. This phenomenon is moving the digital You have now joined Jenny from the blockchain and Michael Keane on the NFT Catcher Podcast. What's up, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the NFT Catcher Podcast with me, Jenny from the Blockchain, and my co-host, Michael Keane. Today, we have brought on the number one builder in the space, none other than K-Money69. Thank you so much. Uh, <clears throat> it's uh, it, it's an honor, and uh, and uh, yeah, thank you for introducing me as the, the number one builder. <laughs> I, I know every project founder right now is upset. <laughs> Everyone's crying like, no. Um, so for those of you who don't know K-Money, he is basically like the funniest guy in Web3, okay? So he is like the number one like comedian slash content creator. Everybody loves his videos on Twitter. If you're not on Twitter, you should be and you should follow him. But but yeah, this is our first time bringing on a content creator. So I'm super excited to have uh, K-Money on. I don't know if I can say your your real first name. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, uh, Kevin, I, I, Kevin. Okay. Yeah, everyone in WebT knows me as Kevin, so. Oh, got it. Okay. Mm. Yes. So, and I just wanted to say first, my kind of like experience with K-Money, um, because currently you have 107 thousand followers on Twitter, which is insane. And I remember when you first popped on the scene as far as like creating content in Web3, um, which was just a few months ago, really. And I remember when you had like 9,000 followers, I remember reaching out to you and being like, yo, I just want to say like, you're really funny and you're very consistent. And like, you know, there's nobody that's really super consistently creating funny content right now. And like, you know, keep it up because like this is gonna be pretty good. So um, yeah, I would I would I would like to just say that um, <clears throat> I discovered him first, folks, <laughs> and uh, and then I saw you at VCon, which I went up to him and I was like, oh my god, K money, and I was like fangirling, I was so excited, and then he's like. Mm. Oh, um, what's your name? I was like, uh, I'm Jenny from the blockchain. You're uh, coming on uh, my podcast. Okay, Jenny, <laughs> you did not look like your PFP. You did not look like a blue skin. Uh, you know, your like, eyes you were not hearts like floating. So it was it was kind of hard at first to uh to know that was you. I know, I know. Well, so I used to have for the longest time um my profile picture, and I was like that stubborn person that refused, and I was like the only I felt like the only person like not having a PFP, like NFT PFP. And finally I changed it to my doodle. So I feel like you probably never saw like me like for real, but but yeah, I just thought that was so funny. I was like, oh my God, like you didn't I, know that it was me. I think I'm about to like switch just into like a regular PFP, like of just like my actual face. So <laughs> It's funny how like like we're gonna make like that switch at the same or a little bit different, but yeah. Yeah, is your profile picture now an actual punk or like what is it? No, I'm a I'm essentially a, a right click saver. Uh, so, uh, like one of my fans on TikTok when they found out I was like into like NFTs and stuff, they made a crypto punk based off of like my actual like headshot that mm-hmm. I would use. So, yeah, got it. That's a good one. I like that. I like that. 
For sure. Yeah. It, it was, it was cool. Like at first I, did, I was like, oh man, like I can never have like a hexagon on this. Like, like I look like a fool, but then I was just like, this is just like really dope that someone made this for me. So yeah. I just kept it. Nobody cares about the hexagon anyway. I'm very like suspicious of like, if I connect my wallet to Twitter, I will get everything wiped. And I'm I don't like, have a, I don't have a hexagon on my, yeah, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. Not yet. I don't know. Not that there's anything wrong with it. It's just, <laughs> there's no need. I know it's mine. I don't need, you know, if someone doesn't think it's mine, like, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like personally, like I would never trust any ape that doesn't have a hexagon because, like, I'm just oh, like, yeah. it's, yeah. Just, it's just such an expensive like like NFT, and it's like, I don't know, you know, like, I, I'm all, like I'm I'm terrified about getting verified. How do you feel about that? Nah, go get verified. Why would you be terrified? I am like kind of like against getting verified because I feel like mm. it's like I I don't it. know, like I just like um. I'm just like, I feel like I like not being verified. I don't know. I'm just weird that way. Mm-hmm. I like not being verified and feeling kind of like an underdog. Like that's like my thing. Like I love feeling like underrated and then just like people are like, oh shit, this girl's like doing this. And it's like, you know, and I just feel like verif- like if you're verified on Twitter, you just have this like, oh, that person's like. The thing you like have to be. Like, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> that's just like my personal opinion about it. But yeah. I, I feel like verification in Web3 is almost a bad thing just based on like how many, like how often like do you get those like scam link, like where they just like mention like 100 or 200 people and like the that's link. the worst. That's the worst. A- and it's always a verified account. Like I feel yeah, like I so like, like that's the only reason I'm just like, oh, like if I'm verified, like I'll look like a scammer, which is just so weird to think about. <laughs> yeah, it is weird. People okay, so- sell those accounts. Those accounts are like, sorry, yeah, those accounts are like defunct verified accounts someone will sell it and like change the name and stuff. If, if anyone's listening and has a verified account for sale, please hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> no, charge him like a million dollars though. Okay, if you do. Um, mm. We got to get started on, first of all, I want to hear your content creation journey. We we're talking a little bit about this before we started recording. I said, I also used to, I mean, I have like content creating roots, even now, you know, still consider myself content creator, obviously have a podcast, but um. First, I want to hear about your NFT journey uh, because, you know, this is an NFT podcast. So, uh, okay. So NFT journey, like without content creating, just NFTs. Yeah. Like when did you first, you know, buy your first NFT? When did you first like get into NFTs? How did you hear out about them? I, th- I think my first NFT was purchased last July. Okay. Nice. Yeah. It, yeah. It was last July. Um, I, and then so it was like my first nft and on top of that it was uh i was minting for the first time and i was in a gas war so just amazing i had no idea what i was doing i had no idea like how to adjust gway or anything like that and so right off the bat i lost sixteen hundred dollars in eth in gas in like in in, in like failed transactions can i let me take a guess was it was it the fuck crystals no, no, no. Dude, oh, okay. the, the, the worst part about this was like, yeah, yeah. It, it, it was a terrible project. It was yeah, it was for like, I think they're called like immortals. I don't even think they exist anymore. It was like, nah, right well, before, they like, exist. I remember, I remember. Oh. <laughs> everything oh, remember exists. I, true, I remember the immortal. Michael everything mints everything. Exists, he, he knows. No, I did. I used to. Now there's too much. Now there's too yeah. much. But I, I was trying to stay on top of it all early on. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. So like that was like my first NFT I got. And then I remember 
um it was the next day like even though i like failed one tra- transaction and was like down like 15 or 1600 yeah um yeah. I, I i i like just like sent another transaction i was able to mint like four of them and i remember i woke up the next day and they were like 4x and i was just like oh wow like this it, like these like pictures that people are trading that i was like fading for so long uh they're they're actually like a good investment like yeah. or like at least you can see like a decent ROI because I was trading crypto before that, but uh yeah. So like as soon as I like noticed that, and then I downloaded Discord for the first time and like went into the community to see like what's going on, I was just instantly hooked. I was like, this is way better than you know just like buying like meme coins and going into Telegrams and asking like when moon. Like this is way better. Ah, yeah. It is fun. It is fun. It's a fun game to play, and all the different rarities and they're all unique. Like. And they're cool and they're, they're, you know, all different kinds of things. It is a lot of fun. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. um, so yeah, I was pretty much just got into like NFTs like last summer. And like, once I got like, like once I started trading and like minting, um, uh, I was just like hooked and I just started doing it every single day, which probably wasn't the best financial, uh, decision because like I wasn't doing, I, I was not doing like any research. Like I had to like learn from like mistakes the whole time. So yeah. Uh, wasn't doing any research uh was just essentially like just gambling but it was like just so engaging and interactive and like seeing the communities and like the more i got to like understand it and like like there's just so many layers to it you know yeah uh last july um and pretty much like every day since (laughs) just like been kind of keeping an eye on like the nft market do you still have the nfts that you originally minted like that first project or did you sell them when they like forexed uh i i sold them I sold, so I was actually smart. Like I was smart about the first one. I don't know why I didn't ma- maintain that, like uh, that, like uh, integrity. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, the first one I, I, I minted four of them. So I sold two of them when they were like four X, uh, and then I held the other two until they went to zero. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's nice. Yeah, but but I, I essentially was like uh, like break even for the most part, and then so I just like went on to like the next one, and then uh for the most part i i still have like a lot of like my like a lot of i have all my rugged nfts for sure what's all what's your like your favorite nft that you have right now my favorite nft is probably like my kaiju king like i have like a baby kaiju um and it was a gift given to me so uh that like i just thought like that was like super cool and then their community for sure is like one of my favorite communities to be in i i would say either that or like cool pets cool but you have a cool pet i have a cool pet i I haven't hatched it yet because like i'm just not ready to be a father um just just yet (laughs) but uh yeah i really like i I just but like the thing is like i don't have a favorite nft like just like art wise um Mm -hmm. because like i'm priced out at the moment of like like doodles like i like i really like the art for doodles a lot so um Mm -hmm. yeah like i my favorite ones are just essentially like the communities like Mm -hmm. i yeah, I especially since like I'm not even like looking to change like my PFP. I'm kind of like married to the one I have. Um, especially the fact that it has like no value like financially. Um, I I pretty much like just trade. Actually, you'd be so you'd be surprised. You're giving that a lot of value right now. You could probably mint that and sell Honestly, it. Honestly, like- <laughs> no. I mean, I like you know Seriously. you could you could probably like mint it as an open edition, and a bunch of people would buy it and like use your PFP for fun. Like I'm sure you could. You could probably sell a thousand of those things pretty easily. Yeah, I I, I don't want to be like one of those. Uh, no, I know, I know. You, you yeah, know, know. I, that 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 is, but that's a great transition to to my next question because 
or maybe every. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, I was going to. I'll finish that thought. But maybe everybody that has one gets to watch your video twelve hours early. <laughs> just a thought. Just a thought. Go yeah, ahead, Jennifer. Says- I don't mean to cut you off. Yeah, like add a little something to it. Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say one of the things you learn about uh, being a content creator on various platforms is that monetizing tends to stunt your growth. And so if you can hold out on making money for as long as possible, you can grow a lot faster. And, um, and so at least that's, that's what I've learned in my experience. And so, and you also kind of lose the trust a bit of your audience. Like even, even though it's like, you know, they're rooting for you, they want you to do well. It's like, they also, you know, sometimes like they get that sense of like, Oh, you know, jealousy and they're like, oh, like he's making money off of this and blah, blah, blah. And it's just, it's like a different thing, you know, it's just like a totally different thing. Yeah. I don't know. What are your thoughts on, on, you know, monetizing or, or maybe off of what Michael suggested as his idea? I I can't, I honestly a hundred percent agree with you. So like, I'm just like, I'm playing like the long game. Like that's like my approach. Cause, uh, yeah, I don't like I've seen so many people like in like web two and web three where it's like as soon as they start kind of like popping off and like getting some traction, they'll just immediately start monetizing. And it's just like you're just you're like it just kind of feels like you're like selling out or like selling yourself mm. or like just like just trying to like like get money or like liquidity from like your audience like right off the bat. And so like I never like that. I got really lucky with like what I started doing with uh with WGMI. Um, because like after I met with like Brett and like him having like a content creation background as well, and like him, like having like that same kind of, like we spoke like the same language, uh, I I was able to like get some, get like enough money to like, just pay like my bills for like a couple of months, like while I like, like figure out this whole thing. So like, I was just like really blessed with that because I want to hold off on like doing any kind of like project or like monetization, like as much as I can until like I develop like what I am working on mm-hmm. which is not which i'm not going to leak here wait yeah. you so you're so you're building you, he's, you building. he's building behind the scenes building you probably have so many people reaching out to you trying to get you to do things like that get them to put a project on for you. i can't even imagine yeah uh like t- today alone and, and it sucks too because like like today yeah. alone like like i like someone hit me up and offered me like fifteen thousand dollars to make a 15 second video um, oh and, and that's, that's more money than I have in my bank account right now. And I'm, right. but I'm just like, I'm like, I'm not going to do that because like, I never want to tie, like, especially like my videos. Like I, I never want like my videos tied to like any, any other person's like business Reputation. or project. Or, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, like, I, like, I want to like own that completely. And like, that's why I liked what I'm doing with like WGMI, because it's like, uh, I still own all of like my videos a hundred percent. We do like um, we have like a really good like deal and like Brett, like the contract I ended up signing, like I got to write that with Brett. Like we like sat there for like eight hours, like just Googling like, like legal terms, <laughs> trying to figure it out and everything. So it was like, I just wanted to make sure that like my content would never be behind someone else's paywall and like, I'll always own it. And it's like, I just, I don't want, yeah, I don't want to like just ruin it. Yeah. No, I respect that, man. What is WGMI? Like, can you just kind of expand? Like, what? I, oh, I mean, yeah. I'm thinking of oh, we're gonna make it. Like, that's what oh, I'm yeah, thinking yeah, of yeah. the acronym. So, but. so, uh, uh, so WGMI, it's a, it's a, like a decentralized like media platform. It's created by uh, the Brett Way, Kosher Plug, and Bento Boy. And so, like, they, because like they all have like big YouTube backgrounds. Um, and so, like, 
I think like their pass holders get like exclusive content of like weekly podcast episodes, uh, like educational content. And then I like I'm coming in because I developed a series that I was going to like I I developed a series I'm going to do with them. Um, The first episode, I guess if this comes out Sunday, like Sunday, I'll be I'll be filming the first episode. So uh yeah uh so it's essentially like i create like a little like series i'm doing with them and then yeah it's just like they just want to be like the meat like the video like media platform for like web three what's like the site because i like want to look it up right now. oh god uh if, if you go on their twitter it'll be on there also uh if anyone from wgmi is listening to this i'm my apology wgmi media uh yeah yeah wgmi underscore studios yeah wgmimedia.com there you go cool okay i didn't even know about this cool yeah i didn't know about this either but that's cool so all right so let's get into your content creator backgrounds um i had seen on twitter you kind of made this like thread about how you know you really started your content creating journey like nine years ago when you when you put out a youtube video and you made a skit for the first time yeah i just want to hear about you know how that how that all started because now i mean i'm sure a lot of people listening or like fans of you you create these amazing like one minute which twitter you can only do like two minute 20 second videos one minute like funny skits that it's like you really jam-pack them and i just like you're really good at creating content which it's like it's obvious you've been a content creator for a while. So yeah, I would just love to hear your journey and how you got started. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah. So I, uh, the first, uh, the first like sketch comedy I ever did, I, I, I don't even know if you want to call it a sketch. Like it was just like a complete fever dream. Like it was just like the most like random video, like, uh, my friends, Eddie and Mike and I, uh, that we made. And it was, um, like, yeah, like nine or 10 years ago. Um, I remember Facebook was like still like Facebook was like the big thing. Um, And then (laughs) so we filmed this video, we posted it on YouTube and we're like promoting it on Facebook. And then do you remember who Jenna Marbles is? Yes. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. So just so you have an idea of like the time frame of like of everything. Yeah. So Jenna Marbles went and actually uh, she shared it on her Facebook what? And so, so as soon as we did, wild. like, yeah, so like we got like, I think it was like 20,000 views, like just like instantly. And we're all just like sitting around the computer, like just freaking out. And so just being a part of that whole process of like, you know, coming up with the idea of something, figuring out like how to shoot it and like the shots, like shooting it, do like, you know, acting or like whatever, and then editing it. And like, I had no idea how to do any of these, like how to do any of these things. Like all I knew how to do is like, just to try and make my friends laugh. That's like all I've ever like tried to do with my entire life anyways so it was like like being able to like go through that whole process of like putting together a video and then like distributing it and then seeing like other people like enjoy it like as soon as like that happened it just like I felt like a click that like I've never felt in my entire life like I was just like oh like I could like I would like I wish I could do this every single day like, I just remember, like, specifically thinking that. And I remember being, like, so happy in the moment. But then I was so sad because I had work the next day. And, like, my, and like yeah, I had work the next day. And, like, and, like so did my friends. So I, I knew, like, this was not going to happen for, like, 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 a while until we, like, scheduled it and, like, made it happen again or something. So, yeah, I remember, like, that was, like, the first moment I fell in love with it. And then, 
yeah, like since then, um, I, we made it, we made a follow-up to that video, like maybe, a like, like a month or two later, we probably should have done it a lot sooner. So I, uh, I had to like learn from my mistakes of like, not like striking while the iron's hot and everything. And like, just like, like losing that momentum. And then after we did like the second one, like we would maybe just like shoot like one sketch, like a year or like whenever we were like all like kind of together. And then it wasn't until I remember when Vine started popping off and I, and I was seeing like the, like what you're able to do with just your phone. Cause like, I didn't have a camera. I didn't have uh, like a MacBook. I didn't have like any of the equipment needed to like shoot the sketch that we did. Like my friend Mike had all that. And so I remember when Vine came out, I was like, oh, like you could just do this on your phone. And so I remember just sitting there and like just filming vines all day, but never posting them because I was just terrified. And so I remember I put out one vine and it got like 600,000 views on it. And I was like hyped. And then I was like, okay, like I'm going to follow up with it. And so I would like go and like sit and like write. um, And I had like a notebook. I was just like full of like sketches that never got filmed because like I was just way too scared. Hmm. And then, um, yeah, a couple of years later, like, I was just like working at this job. I was making decent money, but I realized like how unhappy I was. And then I kind of like, like I re- noticed that I kept glorifying like the times that like we filmed those sketches and like how good I felt. And so like I went, I bought like a Sony uh, A7S II. Yeah, I got the camera. I got lens. I got way too many lenses that were so unnecessary because I just didn't know what to get. I was like, I'll just take everything. <laughs> and then... um yeah. Like I just sat there, like my friend Mike came over, he taught me how to use Final Cut Pro. And then from there, I just started doing these like weird, awkward, like funny, like vlog things. Cause like vlogging was the biggest thing. Um, and it wasn't until like, really like, it was like right before TikTok came out, like when, like in- when Instagram was like just doing its thing, like before, like when Instagram was like King before TikTok came out, I remember, uh, I filmed a sketch and I just like, was like, okay, like this is it. Like, I'm like, I'm just going to like start doing this. And I started, I just started like posting sketches and like, I like, it took me like so long for me to finally get into it. And then it took me so long to figure out like what this what style of like video I wanted to make. Cause like I tried vlogging, I tried like self-help stuff too. Like I tried like just like documentaries. Like I did, I did everything. Damn. Took a while to find your niche, which was mm-hmm. comedy on, on Instagram or uh, in TikTok yeah uh yeah it was like comedy it was just comedy um because like like it, it it turned into like short form sketch comedy like at its like like that's what i like niche down to like the most at the moment but um yeah it was like i remember w- like when snapchat like first came out and things like that like like my friends and i would go out of our way and we would make the funniest like most well-written most thought out like snapchat video like snapchat <laughs> stories and like they would have like like it would be like a three minute long like story. And like, I remember we would post them and all of our friends would go crazy. And at one point we're getting like, like tens of thousands of views on like Snapchat. But then it's like, that just kind of showed like how scared I was still. Cause it's like, I was putting in that, that much dedication for the video, for the video to like, just live for only 24 hours. Disappear. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. It, it, like, I think for me, it was like, like I, I knew how to do it. I knew, like, I learned like the skills of like video creation because like I, I started, I, like I started working as like a cinematographer and like a video editor, but the biggest thing for me to like kind of get past was just like that fear of like putting myself out there. Wow. What made you like decide, okay, I'm just going to like, I'm just going to go for it. Like, I'm not going to be, you know, scared or afraid or embarrassed. Like, I'm just going to put myself out there. I honestly, like, 
I, 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 it would sound way cooler if it was just like this, like one moment, like, Oh, like, like after that, like after that day happened, like everything changed. But like, I just feel like it was, it was just like over time of me realizing like how, like how unhappy I was like constantly, regardless of like how good things are going, because like, I realized like there, I was always like missing like that one, that one piece of my life. And so it took me like years of like, just kind of like dealing with like a lot of like depression and a lot of like unhappiness and uh, just like a lot of like fantasizing about like doing that, but like, like being scared. So like, once I, once I started like, just like pursuing it, like I was like, all right, like, I'm just going to like do it. I'm just going to start like posting as often as I can. Then that like, just pushed me forward and like, helped me like break through from that. And then it wasn't until I started doing stand up. Like, I think like stand up is like, what just like broke, like, just like all the like barriers for me. Cause like, as soon as I started doing stand up, which is like, at the time it was like, just like the scariest thing in the world. Um, like once I, once I like noticed that like, Oh, like I can do this. And like, I did this, like, why would like, why wouldn't I just go and like have the same like mentality for like everything else I do? Okay. So you started doing Snapchat stories. Then you moved over to Instagram, Instagram stories came out, like which became like the thing as well. And then you moved over to TikTok. And then you grew to like almost like 500,000 followers on TikTok, right? Uh, yeah, I think it's like 420,000. Yeah. Oh, 420. Nice. <laughs> and then at some point you did comedy. When did you do comedy? When did that tie uh, in with the comedy? Stand-up? Uh, stand-up came before TikTok. Okay. Um, yeah, before TikTok, but like after Instagram. Like, yeah, comedy came like when I was, when I started like, just like getting back into like the like I started like starting up, like doing like sketches again, uh, comedy came like immediately after. And then after comedy, like that's when I was like, Oh, like, Oh, TikTok's here. Like, let me just like give this like everything I got because like, I need to, if I want to be successful as a comedian, like I can't just be a good comedian because that's not the way the industry works. Like I have to have, like, I have to be a good comedian that has like some sort of following because like, whether or not, if I agree with that, it's like, it is just the way it works. So, yeah. Wait, your so, stuff is supposed to be funny. <laughs> okay, so then so, when? No, that was Michael's joke. That was Michael's. Yeah, yeah. Everybody, I tried. I tried. You didn't hear it, but like they, they were laughing. So, <laughs> okay. um, so then when did you move over to Twitter? When I when when I went to like like when I started making content on Twitter. So yeah, I, like I was I was start- already on Twitter since like last uh since like last summer because of like, like, uh, all like meme coins and then like, especially like NFTs, but I was always like anonymous. Um, and then, so I didn't start making content in web three to like, I'd say like maybe like 10 weeks ago, 10 weeks ago. Really? Was it that, was that LA video your first one? No, no. So, so, so the NFT LA one, like, I, I think actually, yeah, I think it was like 12 weeks ago. Yeah. Cause like NFT, okay. LA, like, like that was like essentially like a month after, like, I just like, like I started okay. like making videos, like they just like went into the abyss, like, no, like maybe like, I think one of them, like the most, like, I think like the most I got was like maybe like 500 views or something. Yeah. Um, and, and I was like, I was shilling the fuck out of them. Sorry. I don't know if I can cuss, but yeah, I was, yeah, just, you're good. You're good. Okay. I, I was shilling them like crazy. Like it was so hard for me to get traction in the beginning. Wow. I was, I was essentially like the reply guy, which is hilarious <laughs> too, because like, yeah. Yeah, like like Champ, who's like one of like my good friends and I now. It's like we always joke about the fact that like like any t- like I had I just had like post notifications on for like essentially like any like influencer, anyone that had like following, anyone who had like eyes on like their tweets. 
And it's like, I would just have like, I would make a video, post it. I would copy the link and I would just wait for like one of my like tweet notifications to go off. And as soon as it did, I would just like, like whatever, whatever it was that like they would tweet, I would always just like show my video, but like in context to whatever they tweeted, like, oh man, I'm really sad. Like, oh, if you're feeling sad, here's a video that'll cheer you up. Or like, oh, I just lost a lot of money. Well, like, oh, here's like, here's something. It's not worth anything though. But you know what I mean? Like I was just like aggressively shilling on there. Like, like that was like the first, like the first like couple of weeks. And then once I started getting some traction, um, I just, you know, I was just making like videos daily. And then once I went to like NFTLA, that's when things kind of went crazy. Cause like before that I had like, like I had a video that like maybe had like 90, I think I had like 90,000 views it was like, like, that's like where I peaked at. I think it was like the squiggles video. And then, yeah, once I hit NFTLA, it was like, I just did videos that were like back to back, like 200, like hundred thousand views, like um and i think like that's what gave me like just like a lot of uh like momentum yeah i'm pretty sure that's the first time i came across your stuff was the la video you know the building and the bridge in the gap and it was so funny because it, it rings so true like most of your videos like there's a lot of truth in in your video and that's why they're like they hit home they're really really funny like you have a lot of great moments but that one i was saying the same thing i remember going to some of my first nft things that everybody i didn't quite have the same words but everybody was like yeah i'm working on a platform like everybody was creating a platform you know and like when you started saying i'm building it just really really cracked me up i could tell that was something special and then you just you really done amazing with the video like like being super like the the zagabond stuff you're like teehee i'm just a female creator like that moment right there like it was so good like you've you got a lot of really good spots. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's uh, often like the truth is like way funnier, you know? Right. So it's exactly. Like, exactly. I, I just try to, incor- I try to like make it as like honest as I can. Um, yeah. But yeah, it, it, it's been crazy. Cause like, I, I, I always knew I would like get here. Cause like, I always like believed in myself, but I didn't think it would happen like this soon. You know what I mean? Cause like, you're like, like a hundred thousand like followers. Like I was just like, Oh, like I could probably hit that next year. Um, yeah, it's amazing that that rise is incredible. I mean, it's, it's, it's awesome. And I mean, everybody recognizes it. Everybody, you're a star at this point. Everybody knows it's inevitable. It's inevitable, bro. You're like, it's inevitable. Yeah. yeah, I was saying, like I messaged you, I literally looked back, I think it was March 31st. And I remember I was like, yes, I'm, mes- I'm messaging this guy when he has under 10K followers because I know he's going to blow up. Like I just uh, like knew. And I was like, yes, got him in the like four figure follower like range. Yeah. Like anyway, so and that was literally two months ago. And now you have like, you know, five or what is it? Six figures of followers. Like, so it's just that's bizarre. Like how, but also you're very, and I think, first of all, obviously you're really funny and you're really good at, you know, um, creating relatable content that's short form. And I think one of the keys is you're very consistent as well. Like you post like multiple times a week, you know, which it's like that you were talking about earlier. Oh, strike when the iron was hot. You kind of learned through your YouTube that, you know, you, you couldn't really make a video and then, oh, it did well. And then you waited a whole month, you know, to then create another one. You kind of learned, oh, you gotta like kind of make things quick because, yeah, people like to consume things fast. Yeah. And, and then on top of that, it's like the like the market itself is just like so quick. So it's like 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 if I want to like make a video about 
like Azuki now, like that's old news, you know what I mean? Right, and, and like, yeah. but like that was only like two weeks ago. So it's like, like maybe like on YouTube or, just, or something like that, like it's fine if, um, if you do make a video about like a subject that like happened like a, a couple of weeks ago, but I feel like in web three, there's always like every day there's like a new narrative or like, there's like a new, like main character, like, or like new, just like issue that like that is happening. So I feel like you just have to like, just, just try to like, you know, like make as like make the content about those like as quickly as you can. Like I didn't make a video about goblins and like now I'm not going to because it's just like I, like I feel like I already like missed it. It's like goblins yeah. blows up even more. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. Hopefully not. Those things are ugly. No offense if you have one. Yeah, but but uh, the cool thing for me though with like like so I I it was always like a goal for me to hit like 100k followers and like not because like I'm just like oh I want like a lot of followers but because like I just like like the space is small, you know what I mean? So I, I, I feel like, I feel like if you could get like an audience of like a hundred K, like, I feel like maybe like 400 K would probably be like the majority of the space, you know what I mean? So I feel like, yeah, like, like for me, it was always just kind of like, it was just like a random like goal I had, like, not because like I wanted like a lot of followers, but just because like, I felt like it would be the case that like, I'm finally like able to get like my like video and like my like like the, like my comedy and like things I created like across like eyes or of like the eyes of like the majority of the space and like I was just like that like that idea like just fascinates me because like if you're on like TikTok like like I didn't I wouldn't consider going viral on TikTok like it, unless it's like less than like anything less than a million views like I wouldn't consider viral which is crazy yeah. to think about too but it's like but like that that like app that platform like that audience it's like it's so big so like i feel like the nft space is essentially like like especially like the nft space like i'd say is like maybe like 300,000 400,000 people so yeah it's just crazy yeah and i bet you're bringing in a lot of people too like i bet people are kind of finding and even i would even go as far as to say you are educating people because like through your videos because you like say like relevant information and then people can dig deeper if they wanted but it's like you know you're almost kind of yeah, it's like funny videos, but it's also like, like when I watch them, I'm like, damn, like this dude like knows everything and he knows how to like make a joke joke that's relevant and like people will know about that are in the space. And then people that aren't, maybe they stumble across it. It's like, you know, maybe you're even getting people in. I don't know. I'm uh, I'm just trying to bridge the gap between Web 2 yeah. and Web 3 pretty much. <laughs> like, un- like honestly, like, like unironically though, like, like that, that like my whole plan though is just like like i really want to be able to like because like for my own selfish reasons like i want to bring like more comics and like more content creators here because it's like i like i want like i want to see like other content like about like about nfts i want to see other content about like web3 and like i feel like there it just isn't there isn't like a lot of content about that and like i think like web2 content creators like they're like they're used to like not being docs. And I think like one of the biggest issues with like, like we're not issues, but it's like, uh, there's like a lot of, like a lot of people are like anonymous in web three. So I feel like whenever you are a content creator, you kind of stand out. Um, and I feel like if you were to get like somebody who's like really, um, like in their own ways in web three to try and like make content, they're nervous because like, they don't want to like be like be docs versus like, if you could bring in somebody in like, from like web two, like that's already interested in like the space and then like have them like 
learn about it and then like create the content that they would like whatever content worked for them or like whatever content they're like they have expertise of in like web two i feel like that would just be like so much better for the space because it would help Mm -hmm. like a lot more creators come in there'd be like more content like that would be like the thing that could help push it to like the masses even more so that's like kind of my story with content creation so before this i was um literally like a full-time TikToker. And like, I made like makeup, like beauty videos and stuff. And like, kind of like funny, like beauty skits was kind of like my thing. And I would like reach out to brands and like try to get like brand deals and all that. And I, I ended up making that my full-time thing. Um, I think I grew my TikTok to like, I don't know. I like deleted it, but I think it was like, I, oh man, I was going to say, I need to, find, I need to find that. It was like 700 something K or whatever. And, and it was like fun. And then, you know, it just, I, I was just like, Oh, like, I'm not like passionate about this anymore. And I literally just like one day, like just quit. Like I, I like privated my whole account. Like, and I just like deleted TikTok. And that was why'd you delete it though. So I, and before that I was makeup videos. So like, I I probably watch, (laughs) I probably watch my videos. Um, I don't know. I just get like, I don't know. It's just this thing where I get very like, kind of um I guess just kind of like self-conscious about like things that I've done in the past that I'm no longer interested in and I just feel like oh this is cringe like I don't want other people to see it like and then people started like messaging me like oh I found your videos I'm like oh my god no like please no so then you know I just was like I want I like to start fresh so I'm like anything in the past I just end up you know my Instagram I privated like my Snapchat I stopped doing and but yeah so I just kind of move on (laughs) which I don't know. And then I don't usually talk about it. Like if this is my first time, I think talking about it on even the podcast, but oh, wow. I thought it was relevant. So yeah. So then I didn't do anything for two months and I was literally like, I had to pay rent. I was like going to debt. I had like no money coming in and I had gotten into Top Shot months earlier. You know, I was pretty early on Top Shot, but I thought it would take years to take off. And so I just was like, you know, I was kind of bored. I didn't know what to do. And I didn't know what I wanted my job to be, but I knew I was, I loved creating content. So, um, Top Shot started taking off in January of, uh, last year. Was it Michael? Yeah. Yep. January yeah, of last yeah. year. So then I just was like, you know what? There's like no YouTubers on, on, uh, creating NBA Top Shot content. And there was this guy, Crypto Ed, but he wouldn't show his face. And he had like a couple hundred subscribers. And that was like, he was the biggest one. So I was like, let me just make videos. And I started making videos and like everybody in the beginning knew me as Jennifer Topshaw. Cause I was like, I showed my face. I made these really like, I spent hours to make a five minute video. I would like wow. just put all my passion in these videos, like making like updates on, Oh, here's what happened in top shot in the week. And like, you know, oh, here are some educational videos on Top Shot. I was just really passionate. So I'm like, let me channel this with Top Shot, even though I'm not making any money, you know? So yeah, so then that happened. And then uh, Evaluate Market, which is who I work for now, they ended up reaching out to me and they were like, hey, you want to work for us full-time? Like we're bringing you on. And and now I do that. But um, but yeah, and then from there, I just Top Shot started tanking and I was like, I can't keep making these videos like it's depressing. And so I ended up pivoting and I tweeted. I was like, oh, you know, kind of want to start a podcast. And then Michael reached out. He's like, yo, I want to start, start one, too. We should start one together. And anyway, last year um, in August, we started this podcast and then 
this podcast is actually the reason why they asked me to, to moderate panels at VCon. So just so many opportunities come from content creation as well. But but yeah, I don't know. I just kind of wanted to share that. because yeah, Well, congratulations. Um, isn't it amazing? Like just the opportunities, like, like I feel like content creation, like genuinely like opens up so many doors. Yeah. Um, it's, it's amazing. And then I, I do, I do feel you with that too, though, too. Cause like, I remember like the day I started making like web three content, like I just like, I just like, I was like, okay, like buy Instagram, like buy, yeah. t- like buy TikTok. Yeah. Like I was just okay, like, I just then- like, like left them in the dust. And I remember like people on like TikTok were just like hitting me up like, Hey, like, are you good? Like, like w- when's this week's video? Like what's going on? <laughs> like, or then like, I remember I like, I think it was like maybe like uh like a couple of weeks ago I like looked at like my TikTok and like I was just like looking at some of the comments and it's just like like oh like only OGs remember this creator and I'm just like, oh, no. like I'm like like I'm like gone or something. Yeah. But um yeah, I I feel that cuz I remember the day like I remember the, I remember the exact like day that I was just like I'm not into like like I want to make content about like web3. And it was like I had like a series on TikTok called uh, Fuckboy Rehab. And so um, in, in that series, it's like I just essentially like my friend Ahmed and I, uh, we like it's like super satire, but like essentially it's like a, a rehab for fuckboys. And we're like teaching them like how to not be fuckboys. And it's like we just try to make it like funny. So it's like, again, like educational, but like kind of funny in a sense. Um, and so that series like always did really well. Like I think like we hit like maybe like 60 million views like across like just like nice. yeah like, like like across like instagram and tiktok on like on that series alone but i remember it was like the like the last video i posted on that like i remember we like we filmed it and then as we're filming it like all i kept thinking about was like i just want this to be over like 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 <laughs> yeah. w- which is crazy too because like it's like it was it was like a fun thing to shoot and it would always do really well so like you would think that like i would just like keep doing it forever but like i just remember like just feeling like empty even though i was like doing like comedy and like creating content which is like the two things i love the most but it's because like i was just like i just wanted to like be done so i could go on like twitter and discord and like see what the like see what was happening see like what's going on in the space it's like i was just way more interested about that subject matter so like i'm sure you felt like the same way with like because since you're already like in top shot like i like I don't know how much you enjoyed doing like makeup videos, but like maybe you were just kind of like more interested in like, like talking about like something that was, or like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, like how did you feel about like Top Shot like then? I just felt like I wasn't helping people like with the makeup. It was like fun. And I got sent like a shit ton of makeup, which I was so freaking pumped for. Cause I love makeup and I'm like, Oh my God, I would never be able to afford this. Like, and I'm getting all this luxury stuff. But I just felt like it was like, I didn't feel like I was like helping anyone. Like, I don't know, like I was making, you know, some people smile, I guess. But I felt like when I switched over to Top Shot, I felt like I was like informing people in like, you know, a a creative way, I guess. I don't know. I felt I did kind of feel like it was like, oh, my God, I really had like high conviction in Top Shot. And I felt like I literally when I first started, I was like, oh, my God, maybe I can help, you know, some people like get out of debt or whatever I don't know like just get into like learn about like blockchain technology and like I literally was like you know maybe I can help with that and so yeah that's why I was making the videos and then it was just like I was also bored and had nothing to do so I would just dedicate all my time just making these videos 
Um, and eventually I retired the account and, you know, I have Twitter and everything, but yeah. Mm. Respect. I, I always respect a clean slate though. Like that's cool. <laughs> starting fresh yeah. and starting fresh is a challenge too, but it's For also sure, yeah. really fun. It's like, yeah. Cause like, like you're building essentially, <laughs> like it's like, building. like, you're, yeah, you're just going from like ground, like ground yeah. zero, which is like, that is like, like, I genuinely like do enjoy that a lot too um because yeah, like cause you can because then nobody knows what you did before and it's like i wasn't like hey makeup people come over and see this it's like you literally are like no, like now i'm talking to basketball fans you know it's like yeah. so <laughs> different and like what but also yeah they don't know what you did in the past and i don't know there's just something kind of like special about that where you just feel like you can it's more niche like and it's easier to, I think, grow when you have people within like the specific niche, um, like following you. For sure. Yeah. And, and like, also it's like, you're just doing it for like the challenge. Cause yeah. like, yeah, like, like I remember, I like nice challenge. Yeah, like, like I blew up on like TikTok, like obviously, cause like it's way easier to blow up on there than like anywhere. I think like I blew up on there before Instagram. And then that's when like Instagram, like introduced like reels. And as soon as they introduced reels, like I went from like 4,000 followers to like, 40,000 and like now it's like 35 because I wasn't posting on it for months um but yeah and then so like once I saw like Twitter I was like oh like I'm starting from zero like let's and then I was even like planning on making content so like once I started making content like I was at like like maybe a thousand like a, like yeah like maybe like I think I had like 1100 followers when I'm when I post like my first web3 sketch yeah yeah and I think it's honestly really easy to grow on Twitter too. Like I kind of think of the Twitter algorithm similar to the TikTok algorithm where it's like, it shows it to like a certain amount of people. And then if they interact with it, engage with it and they, you know, watch the video or whatever, then it'll show it to more people and more people. And I think it's decently easy to go viral on Twitter with videos also because nobody really creates videos because it's kind of more for like written content. And so it's more like, doing something that makes you stand out, which is something you talked about as well. You, you know, you recognizing that, oh, there's not that many um, comedians coming in with like the experience of being like content creating comedians coming in to Web3 and then kind of like dominating that, you know, specific area. And I totally agree. Like definitely like if, I guess if you're a content creator listening to this right now, that's like the key. If you actually want you know, to, to gain attention quick and traction quickly, you find areas that have a lot of eyeballs that, that need like specific roles. Like there's always a need for content creators, you know, people love content. And then you just do that really well and you'll like blow up pretty. Yeah. Easily. And, and then like, I think like the only thing I would add to that, which like, I, I agree with everything you said is like, whatever it is that you're like creating about or like whatever it is that you're doing, like you just have to genuinely be passionate about it because that's the only way that like you could do yeah. it consistently. Cause like I wasn't like, I was not like completely like passionate. Like I, I, I didn't want to make fuckboy rehab episode 5,000. You know what I mean? Like I was not like, I wasn't like, like that's not who I wanted to be. Like, and it's like, like I, I love like making like sketch comedy, like don't get me wrong, but it was like, like I genuinely was like really in like, and I still am. And I feel like I'm always going to be like really interested in like web three and like, just like the community and like the culture of it and like everything that goes on. So it's like, I don't mind doing this every day. Like I could do this, like as long as like the space exists. Yeah. 
I'm going to let Mike ask the question. I feel like I've been just kind of talking a no, lot here. No, it's all good. You know, what I keep thinking about, and I don't know, the, the video you put out like today or yesterday, I get a smile on my face every time you say, oh, cool, my wallet just got drained. <laughs> but the, the Web 2 link and the Web 3 link with your grand, my grandma yeah. sent me this. It's fine. It's like, <laughs> oh, cool, my wallet just got drained. Like, you're like happy about it. That just cracked. That cracked me up. I. I showed my wife that video. She doesn't care anything really about the <laughs> NFTs, but she thought that was funny too, man. Does does your wife uh does, does she think you're in a cult? Uh she I mean, I was a ticket broker for 17 years, so it's not like I was like like a nurse or something, you know. And that but does she think I'm in a cult? She thinks it's pretty crazy, but she's happy with the results so far. Is, is she interested in like web three at all? Um not so much. I mean, we talk about it a little bit with what I'm doing, but like, and she, she asks me questions, you know, she like, but not, she's not, she's not like on Twitter, like learning about it or like own any NFTs or anything. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I always ask that because like, I feel yeah. like, like if you're in this space, you're like, you're, you're usually like all in, you know what I mean? Right. So that's like, all like, oh, that's all I talk about. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So, so like, I'm always just like so curious yeah. about like how people's like partners yeah. are with it. Yeah. I know a lot are. I mean, we have three kids and she's just, you know, not so much. Well, you know, maybe, uh, Maybe maybe you should film a video of like uh of her buying her first NFT or something. It's not a terrible idea. No, Michael, you're supposed to convert your wife. Like you're supposed to like. Am I okay, okay, okay. Let me figure that out. When when K Money starts putting out NFTs, that will be her first one. Okay. Oh, that'll um, be your first one. Let's go. Promise. Let's go. <laughs> I, I really wish I could just like talk about like everything I want to do. What you got um, going on? Oh, yeah. Oh, Elf Elf I, I But I can't. <laughs> Damn. You're welcome to come back on when it's time. Okay. For, to- for, yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah We'd love cool. to have you. We'd love um, to have you. Okay. Well, if everything goes well, uh, I'll, I'll be talking to you guys in like uh, like six weeks. So. Oh, well. Wow. Hey. Um, not. Cool. N- yeah. But. Uh, I, don't, I, I think I think you guys would be kind of surprised of like how, like what it's gonna be because like okay I'm trying I'm trying I'm trying to do something that like hasn't be, been done um because I'm just like not that interested in like I love PFPs and like I think they're like the backbone of like our identities and like in Web three but like I'm so tired of like PFP projects yeah I feel that yeah yeah um, okay like, okay well, I, yeah. I like it when other people do them though you know what I mean fair. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, good for you. I, I can't wait. I can't wait. Yeah. We'll, we'll keep the listeners on the edge of their seat. They'll be thinking, they'll be brainstorming, <laughs> yeah. you know, what is he going to be up to? Like, um, is he going to do a going... 50,000 supply building hands? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, Oh my God. Yeah. Um, are you, that would work. You could almost do anything right now. When you say that, that's exactly right. I mean, yeah. I thought like, like you're every time you put out a video, you could do like an open edition on it for like, Oh, two. And you get a bunch of people would buy it, you know, and then like whatever you want to do for them in the future, if they, you know. Okay. Betty uh, from dad fellows, if you're listening to this, dude, she is one, she's like an amazing human being, but every single, like I always feel so bad because every time I talk to her, like, like we'll be like having like a nice conversation. Then she's just randomly like, when are you going to make your videos? (laughs) Right. Like like, a huge, like talk about that. But yeah. Um, Betty, if you're if you're listening to this, we'll, we'll talk. We had her we had her on about a month ago. She was on here about a month ago. Nice, nice. Yeah, yeah, that was a good episode. 
That's cool. Obviously, you don't listen. Uh, I will, okay, so, so <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding, man. Exposed. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure i'm sure i'm sure you guys like understand though it's like when you're like creating like, it's kind of hard to like consume you know what I, mean? like, I feel like, that i don't listen i don't even listen to mine back I yeah that was a total that. joke bro yeah, total yeah 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 i okay, listen to sure. that i watch your video yeah. that's about all i do as far as like or i scroll twitter too but you know yeah <laughs> um okay here's my question because you know maybe some people want to meet you in person what's the next nft event that you're going to uh nft nyc yeah we'll be there uh i'm really hyped i'm like i've never been in new york i'm gonna be there for like like six days um and yeah uh hitting up like every event i can there because cool yeah this they're still not letting me speak though Uh, don't that, that's the, you don't need <laughs> I know, to I know. Yeah. I know I know I know I, I just I just wanted the opportunity to like go on this stage and then just like just do a whole bit like like there yeah. and like just rug the conference like telling them I'm gonna do like a like a really important speech but then just like do material instead or something you know I I, I feel like I want like I just want to like just be the underdog there somehow you know convince someone that's speaking to let you have like a second and like say something <laughs> I, I, I was trying to make that work at like vcon and i even went as far as like the the night before the last day uh i finessed my way and got a speaker wristband um hey. and so like i was like i was like oh like i'll just go up on like like at the uh, like at the last like the last like hour or whatever, like of the entire conference, like I'll just go on the stage and talk. And then like that way, if I get kicked out, like I'm only going to miss like 30 minutes or something. And then like, like I didn't even like look at like who was on the lineup or anything. And so like I had my wristband and I was like, I was walking down to like the the main stage and I was like, oh, it's Snoop Dogg. Like, I'm just, gonna, <laughs> like, I'm, I'm not going to do this. <laughs> like, oh my God. Yeah, like like I don't think Snoop Dogg's like bodyguards would like just like a random yeah. dude like running on the stage like screaming he's building. <laughs> you should have, you should have messaged me. I would have I would have finessed you in to not maybe not the main stage because I, I was like ready to show stuff for that. But the side panels I would have finessed you in. Oh no, yeah. I, like, I, I, and now ha- we have a special guest appearance came on. It, it had to be main stage or nothing because like, oh, like yeah like because like, like 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 for the bit you know what I mean. Didn't okay. you get on a stage somewhere? Was that the opening night? Was that the opening party <laughs> yeah, or something? Yeah, 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 yeah I remember yeah, that. Yeah, that was yeah, the opening yeah. night. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah um, good stuff. I, well, I'm throwing an event. I'm like collabing on an event for NYC for New York. I don't know why I said NYC. Oh, for the whole city. Um, Congrats. <laughs> the whole city. Um, but yeah, it's going to be June 22nd. We don't have the venue 100% locked in, but I'll invite you to it if you if you want to pull up. Like, um, I'll definitely. I'll send which, you the deets. It, what are the dates? It's the 21st to 23rd, right? The oh the actual conference like NFC NYC I believe is the twentieth through the twenty third I want to say but nobody's That's really exactly going right. to the, yeah. like uh, if you didn't go last year basically here's what it is it's chaotic and so they kind of approve like everybody who is a, who applies so they like approve like a thousand speakers and then like once they hit that like limit then they just like say no it's not like they vet the people so like they would have said yes to you if they actually vetted people but they basically don't and they literally say yes to like literally like everybody so it's just like a shit show and um yeah last year i went for like 30 minutes and i was like uh yeah, yeah i'm i'm gonna leave so now. it's like nftla but like worse better I didn't uh, that one, but. It was uh, NFTLA was uh, they were different. Like NFTLA is at the convention center, so it's all in one spot. NYC is like six different locations, and 
you know, there, there might be like like Gary V spoke last year so, and Tom Bill, you spoke. So like there might be a couple you want to see, but like. But everyone it's goes to the satellite events like everyone right. goes the satellite the events are where it's at. The, the, that's got where it, it's at. Got for it. sure. And you'll get yeah, invited to like sense. special dinners and stuff like. There's all kinds of there's all kinds of cool stuff going on. Yeah, I, I'm just like I'm excited just for like really like the after parties, like the other events. And that's like what just, it's all about. That's yeah, what it's just, all about. Like, yeah, like like the, the dinners and just like hanging out with people. Like that's the only thing yep. I really care about. But uh, I do like I'm actually really excited to go to the actual like event because it's like like NFTLA. It was like the event was pretty cringe for the most part you know what i mean so yeah like, I, it was like, I, it was I, a I bit love, yeah, yeah. i love that like it's great yeah. content oh you want me. the cringe okay. yeah like so like 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 i think i'm probably the only person that should actually be buying a ticket to go to like the actual oh, conference God. and then everyone else should just like yeah andy got us the media passes <laughs> yeah you should so, get... i i applied a month ago <laughs> oh really for the media pass oh man. for the media pass oh SMBs. Yeah, which which is which is fine though, which is fine because like yeah. I need to be humbled and like also, uh, I didn't get a media pass at NFTLA. Fair, fair. You know what, Andy? Andy just does everything for us. He's our producer. I know he's he does. Like, he's amazing. Here we got you this. Like, hey, hey, Andy, <laughs> how's it going, sir? <laughs> Andy, so much. <laughs> okay, well, um, yeah, I guess let's wrap this up. It's been an hour. This has been amazing, by the way. It's been a super fun episode to record. Hopefully, everybody listening to this has enjoyed it. Um, any closing questions you want to ask, Michael? What are I always ask? I ask this to everybody. What are some other projects or communities that you that you really like? What are some that, that you're into? I know you mentioned a couple earlier, but like, uh, like what are some of the ones up, or other upcoming, artists or upcoming or, or like already or, existing? Whatever you want to, whatever you want to throw out. Okay, um, I love Invisible Friends. I love like yep. I, I I think like what like marcus has created like that brand like, like seeing that like they just did like that drop with like kith and like i love kith like that's like one of like my favorite like clothing brands so like cool, just okay. seeing yeah like seeing like web3 um like nft projects like create like legitimate brands like i love seeing that um i think possessed which is the upcoming one i think like that's probably like my favorite project like um that's like upcoming because it's mm -hmm. just like I've never seen any other like NFT have like branding like that. Like I'm a sucker for branding and like design. Uh, and then like their lore. Um, are you guys familiar with like what like like the things that like they've been doing? No, not really. I'm looking. I am following them, but I'm not ultra familiar. The, I'm yeah, looking the, at the, it. Yeah. If you go into go their ahead. Discord, it is like it is the most unique Discord experience ever. Like it. Really? Like, I was fascinated. Like when I saw it. Cause it's like, obviously like they're like super hyped. So there's like a lot of people trying to get in there. And so it's like, you have to like, like, you can't just like verify like, Oh, like click this box. It's like, you have to like listen to an audio. You have to like put in like a code from like the audio. And it's like, and then uh, you have to go like apply it and like get like a, like a, like a pass where you can go into like the discord and speak for like, I think it was like 15 minutes or something like that. And so it's like, it's just a really unique, like, like it's like extremely engaging. So I think like, that's what I'm like really excited about. And then Cool. Yeah, outside of that, like, um, I just like all NFT projects because I don't want to keep shouting out them for the another hour. <laughs> yeah, no, that's cool. Cool. That's good. That's actually good alpha. Uh, the possessed people listen will check it out. And yeah, I'm gonna check it out. Probably a little late for the whitelist unless you get lucky. 
I see there's 80,000 people in the Discord, 216,000 followers. I I think like I think it's not like I think they still have like a lot of like whitelist spots okay. left. Yeah, okay. they're very picky. Like it's not like grinding or anything like that. So it's like the, uh, the last thing I'll say about them. Like the cool thing about them is like it, they haven't even released yet. But like I feel like their community. Like you would you would think they're like already like uh, like an existing NFT project because it's like if you go on like Twitter, you'll randomly see like a bunch of like possess like Twitter Spaces like and it's not even hosted by them. It's just like a bunch of like like people who are in the community hosting them. Wow. Like there's like community events like mental health talks like a lot of fan art like it's, it's cool that's ah, really cool to know i didn't uh realize all that yeah also yeah. uh w- w- when you get your nft use code word kit <laughs> like it's just like a yeah. Jenny show. <laughs> yeah nice code actually no use code jenny from the blockchain actually don't don't use k money's code use mine <laughs> i'm just you, kidding um you could use her code you could use her code <laughs> you're on the uh, team you're on the team now of that one is that the case <laughs> no imagine like just like the yeah. biggest show right 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 very nice okay well thank you so much k money k money underscore 69 on twitter if you don't already follow him then what the heck are you doing <laughs> um but yeah thank you so much kevin for coming on this has been a blast yeah th- thank you so much jenny thank you so much uh michael yeah. i really appreciate you guys for sure oh also awesome. a- andy shout out to andy too you can't forget about andy, andy. no oh. never forget about andy can't MVP. do this without He's andy yep. all right well thank you guys for having me Awesome. All right. Thank you all so much for tuning in, and we'll catch you in the next episode. Peace. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to the NFT Catcher Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and learned something new about the exciting world of NFTs. If you enjoyed today's episode, please take a moment to subscribe to our podcast on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you really love what you're hearing, please leave us a rating and review on your favorite platform. If you want to stay up to date with the latest news and insights from the NFT space, be sure to follow us on all the socials at NFT Catcher Pod. You can follow Jennifer at Jennifer underscore pseudo and Michael at NF Ticket. I'm your producer, Andy, and I'm at AJC254. Our theme songs by It's Just Los. We always appreciate your feedback and support, which helps us reach more people and bring you informative and engaging content about NFTs. We look forward to bringing you more great NFT content in future episodes. Thanks for listening. Peace.